Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. everyone, welcome to another episode of the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your Taiwanese American Southern Californian. I'm Andrew, uh, I drive a 2014 Evo 10 MR and a, uh, uh shit, a 2015 <laughs> Subaru BRZ, not at the moment, but. <laughs> so, how, how's that going? <laughs> Uh, so BRZ, there's an, blah, 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 blah. BRZ is in the shop. Uh, last Monday, got into a slight accident. It was just like stop and go traffic, and fucking minivan cut me uh-huh. off and slammed on their brakes. And uh, yeah, the BRZ kind of went underneath the minivan. Uh, but yeah, that's it's smashed. Oh, oh, the front is smashed. I think I couldn't. It was like so messed up that. Like, I couldn't open the hood. Well, it didn't... Oh, it doesn't look that messed up, but I couldn't open the hood. So the yeah. bumper needs to get replaced. The hood needs to get replaced. Both fenders, I think, need to get replaced. Uh, so there's probably, like, a, a crash bar, like, damage, and, like, I don't know what kind of internal damage there is. But it's in the shop right now, waiting to hear back from them. But I I filed a claim, and Allstate gave me $1,900. I'm like, I can't get a new bumper and paint it for $1,900. What am I going to do with <laughs> $1,900. Oh, gosh. Because, I mean, the pictures didn't look too bad. Like, it no. didn't look like as if there was anything. It looks like you just need a new bumper and a new hood. Yeah, but the, the fenders, both sides I looked, it's crumpled a little bit. I don't know. This fucking van cut me off with, like, three feet of space in front of me. I'm like, my... Ugh. It's weird because you had the accident, and then I saw my friend... She had an accident. I was like, yo, what the heck happened? She was like, this person just pulled in front of me and slammed on their brakes. I'm like, huh, sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't know, man. People are getting really bad at driving. I mean, because there was like a statistic that came out in the past one or two years, there has been more accidents, like serious fatal accidents on the road. Really? Like, in compa- Yeah, in comparison to before COVID. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like... There's more cars on the road now than there were pre-COVID. Are there? It feels like it to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just here, but there's feels like there's so many cars. So in that case, like in your, did you have like a dash cam or anything? No. Do you think that? Do you think that would have helped? Yes. Because in insurance situations, if you're the one that rear ends someone, you're usually the one at fault. Ninety-nine percent of the time, it's your fault, unless <clears throat> that one percent I think is when you have dash cam footage. Yeah. That, that fucking. <laughs> was reckless that guy had a camera i asked him too so i was like let me see that footage yeah what a car in front of you? <laughs> i'd like to see that footage i don't know i'm still gonna fight it but i think this is uh <laughs> sparked my thought <laughs> <laughs> he literally like texted me because he was on his way home and he got into that accident and he texted all of us and he was like all right time to sell this <laughs> yeah dude it's time to go so so, what's the what's the idea? What, what's this idea that has sparked in your head? So I'm thinking, get the BRZ fixed, right? Mm. Sell the BRZ, get like 
hopefully at least 12. I don't know. My friend sold his BRZ for 12K on, like, private party. And it was, like, way more fucked up than mine. Um, so I'm thinking get at least 12, hopefully at least 15. Use that money, pay off the BRZ, or pay off the Evo, and then save up for a little bit. And then, I think, the Model Y oh, should so be a thing. You're not going to sell the Evo, are you? Depends. Oh no! The Model Y is a pretty expensive car. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. But like, dude, the the Evo is the dream car. <laughs> no, I, I lived the dream for like two years. All right. Two years. So I, yeah, I've been dailing the Evo because I can't drive the BRZ right now. It's not the best daily driver. It's not a bad daily driver, but if you care about like how much you're paying for gas, it's a horrible daily driver. Yeah. Oh, and these days, gotta gotta start yeah, caring man. about how much you're paying for gas. Yeah. In California, gas is for premium at least. It's you can't find under five dollars. Oh. The cheapest like- I paid recently was at Costco, and it was four ninety nine. I think. Jeez, at Costco. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, down here it's not much better, but we're be- we're like approaching the. Fi- you see, like premium at like yeah. five sometimes, or like four ninety eight. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's time to switch. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, electric's fine, but like it's the Evo, dude. It's the car, like since grade school, and not exaggerating, since grade school. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking, I don't know. I think if I had a Model Y, I wouldn't want the the dual clutch Evo anymore. Oh, okay. So maybe that I'll sell sense. it and then buy, buy back it. into a, like a GSR. Okay, good, good. Yeah, man, but like... I would have to buy back in pretty soon because gas <laughs> cars are going away. I mean, because the sound of you selling your BRZ and an Evo for a Model Y is like this. This man has given up on all the hopes and dreams of becoming a car person. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be an electric car person. <laughs> it's a Model. It'll be a Model Y performance, though. Oh, he's got to start like a GoFundMe for Andrew uh, for his Model Y. So title it <laughs> "Save the Evo." Yeah, help me pay for a seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> So I don't have to sell my my <laughs> yeah <laughs> my car that has appreciated. Is the Model Y really seventy grand? Yeah, uh, the it? whole Tesla lineup went up. A base model, I think, a, a base model long range Model Three is close to forty now. Like a rear wheel drive long range, or no, not even long range, just a rear wheel drive standard range is like thirty eight. Elon's gonna keep making like twenty thirty thousand dollar cars, and they're just gonna keep going up in value. So he's gonna have yeah. to keep making twenty thirty thousand dollar cars. Yeah, I mean the Model Three is affordable if you're like upper, know, middle, upper class. middle class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because it's not, I mean, it's not cheap. Anymore. It's not the, it's not the people's EV. Yeah. That's like the Nissan Leaf or. I don't know. Are you ready to just completely switch over to that life? I don't know. I think range anxiety is going to get me, but also uh-huh. like infrastructure here, especially if I'm just daily driving it to and from work every day. The infrastructure yeah. for charging here is pretty great, and I can charge it at work for free. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and they'll valet. They they valet park Teslas. <laughs> Oh, how nice. There's like, a, there's like a separate lot. There's a separate lot in the main lot that general employees can't park in, but Teslas can park there. You don't need a, you don't need a parking permit to park there if you have a Tesla. And you can, per, uh, you can valet it, and they'll charge it for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's... I would have to... I think for, for maximum uh, returns, I would have to revert the BRZ back to stock yeah. and 
at this age, I oh, working on a car sounds really annoying. <laughs> Plus, like the garage situation I have right now kind of sucks. It's like a one yeah. wide. So oh, man, dude. The, the going back to the BRZ, that's like the beginnings, man. That's the I beginnings. Of I the... almost want to sell the Evo more than the BRZ because, like, I would have a manual rear-wheel drive, fun weekend car. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and then plus, like, if I had a Model Y, I don't need a four-door anymore. That would make sense. You'd get more. All money my back practicality would come from the Tesla. Yeah, exactly, and that would be a huge, be a huge down payment on the Model Y. Yeah. <laughs> I would pay for huh. half of that thing. <laughs> oh no. I know. Uh, go fund me. <laughs> <laughs> Save the Evo. Oh, man. About to sell the dream car for a Tesla. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Have you ridden in a performance? I don't know. Not a performance. I've ridden in just a Model 3. It drives nice. Like yeah have you, have, you like, dro- have you driven it yeah 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 like, the even steering just the, feels great. Yeah like it, it, it feels like it, it's heavy. It, that's the thing, okay, about Teslas, like, when people review them, yeah. it's always, like, tech people and whatnot. Yeah. So they never, like, talk about the driving aspect yeah. of it. <laughs> it's, it, they actually drive pretty nice. Like, they yeah, had, like, like a, I don't know about the Model S or whatever, but the Model 3, it's small, the steering's nice, and yeah. the center of gravity's low, and it handles real nice. Yeah, dude, dude, like, yeah, no one, when they review it, really talks about, like, I don't know, like, the ergonomics of the driving. The seats are not great for, like, spirited driving, but the steering yeah. feels great. The steering wheel, like, the feel of holding the steering wheel feels, um, like, really good, too. And, yeah, you can whip that thing like a go-kart. Hey, man, <laughs> like, now is the time to sell, if you're yeah. going to sell, because we know this. Now is the time to get it to evs because freaking dude every time like i'm like yo budgeting i'm saving money uh, i got more money to spend oh gas prices are up <laughs> but well let us know how that goes and i know we'll see I, I gotta get the car back first yeah but well all right let's go let's go to the break Hello, welcome to the break. Thank you for calling in. Wait, what? Uh, thank you for listening to the Curbside <laughs> Podcast. Listener number five. <laughs> our caller number five. Yeah, I got a, I got a question about Andrew Tesla. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank, thank you guys for listening as always. Uh, check us out at the curbsidepodcast.com where you could uh, listen to our stuff, watch our videos, subscribe to us on YouTube. We've got more subscribers recently your integra video oh that that one yeah that one got more response than i thought it would it's got 1000 views thank you guys for subscribing uh hope you stick around uh, you can find us on social media uh instagram is at the curbside podcast uh twitter at curbside pod twick 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 talk twick talk talk twick follow us on twick talk tick tock at the curbside podcast uh did i already say twitter yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i did uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash the curbside podcast. Uh, oh, I guess I'm doing parts part two. Did I mention that parts not here? Parts not here. Um, oh, yeah, parts not here in case you guys didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got down. Uh, fucking. What does he usually say? Oh, the. You can email us at the curbside podcast at gmail.com if you uh, so desire. Back to the show! It is news! 
news time. It's auto show season, kind of, at least. Oh, here. yeah. Were you there yesterday? I think I saw on your story. Yeah. I went our to... story. Yeah. <laughs> I went to I went to the LA Auto Show this year uh, with my dad. Uh, didn't make any videos on it, but honestly, like lackluster. A lot, yeah. A lot of I think a lot of car companies are holding off until things clear up even more. I mean, because there was no one there, no really? one, oh, no Mercedes didn't show up. Yeah, no Mercedes, no Audi, no BMW, no what? Yeah, no, no, no Honda, Mazda, or Volvo. Okay. I thought they were there, but it wasn't the it wasn't the brands that brought the cars. It was a dealership, Galpin. Get it was Galpin, Galpin. Mazda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the ones that. Jiggle. <laughs> yeah, dude. We need to. Oh, we need to find it for the, the freaking. What, what else? Did, what else did they say? I don't know. That's the only one I remember. F one fifty. Get it a Galpin. Oh, fusion or focus. Get it a Galpin. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's a that's a SoCal. If you know, you know. SoCal dealers have great jingles. Oh gosh, hold up. The Norms Reeves. <laughs> Norm Reeves Norm Honda. Reeves Honda <laughs> Superstore. Or, uh, Ontario Auto Center. <laughs> or, yes, Cerritos Auto Square. <laughs> yes, Cerritos. <laughs> oh, my God. What's the other one? Keys. Oh, when you don't want to. Okay. <laughs> you don't. And I th- what? No, no. And, no, oh, you wouldn't get a lemon. I wouldn't get a lemon <laughs> at Toyota. <laughs> okay, yeah. Can we let's let's play some of the so the audience. Let's see. Let's oh, I, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? They have a massive broom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's from like early two thousand. Yeah, just put uh, just look up Norm Reeves Honda Superstore commercial. It's the first one. Man, but the old one's so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right i mean okay well we'll post the link in the in the show notes of this episode in case you're just listening uh but i just saw the thumbnail and it was great it's back <laughs> and it's big the brim won't stop until all of this year's hondas are swept away during the Normarine Honda Superstore's annual clean sweep clearance right here in Cerritos. Everyone knows this is the best time of the year to save on a new Honda. So why not stop <laughs> Imagine the driving on the freeway and seeing that fruit. Oh man, we gotta find the like the 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 <laughs> The full like radio jingle. Super, uh, uh, super selection. <laughs> no <Yeah>. race Honda. <laughs> super star. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta find you some more, guys. We are educating the listeners in our um, SoCal. Oh my God, what is that? Welcome to Cerritos Auto Square. You are going to love it. It gets great mileage. Check out the space back here. When you sell the most cars in the world, I'll take it. You shake the most hands in the world, I'll take it. Congratulations. See a Cerritos to the world's largest selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs from 23 brands. Come shake hands at the memorial sale that'll have you saying, Yes, Cerritos Auto Square. 
Busy day, huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see if we can find the one we were laughing about. At the beginning. <laughs> Galpin F one fifty. If you need a Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that. <laughs> so that was the that was the brand that brought uh brought their um their 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 cars to the the LA Auto Show this year, uh. But yeah, there was no one there. Zero people. Like they had enough space. Okay, there were big brands there, but like they had enough space for multiple like indoor like driving experiences. Whoa. Like, Ford had a little, like, test track in their booth for the, the Mustang Mach-E. Uh, Electrify America was just doing a bunch of, like, ride and drive-alongs uh, of, like, mm-hmm. Mini Cooper, Taycans, and whatnot. Um, Ram had a full-on course indoors as well. It was just, there was just a lot of empty space, because there were no brands there. None of them, the only luxury brand that was there was, I would say, I mean, the big name ones was the uh, Land Rover, Range Rover, uh, mm-hmm. and Jaguar. Which have have you seen the new Range Rover? Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a new Range Rover on the market. Um, the redesigned 2022. It's your standard deal, very expensive SUV. Uh, what do you think about the the whole design? It looks really plain. There's no there's no yeah mind. yeah like there's no I like I don't know. It looks like a it's just everything's flat. Yeah, there's no like texture right they yeah. took all like imagine you went to do a 3d rendering of this year's range rover and you just turned down all the details yeah. <laughs> i mean they they claim that oh this is more clean design but i mean like it's well yeah it is it's not bad looking it's just really it's boring just, it's really smooth yeah like, it's super smooth it's it's super is it an smooth. ev it looks like an ev no it's not um hmm. The design I mean, language is very EV. <laughs> yeah, I stepped it at the show. Obviously, it was very, you know, very high quality stuff. Everything yeah. felt very, like, substantial. Yeah. But, I mean... Well, at 104 starting, it better be. It that better, material, right? I really don't like that dash. Yeah, it's not... I'm not a fan. Like, it, it's, it's too... It, they took out... Ev- like, it's too plain and... I don't know, man. Like, I mean, quality-wise, everything, like like... I don't know how to describe it. Like, everything felt very thick. Like, mm-hmm. the door panels, the leather, like, the, the armrest, everything felt very, like, very substantial. Yeah, like, sturdy and heavy. But, I mean, 104,000 starting. Yeah. It's... This I, car it, is for, very, like, it's very Malibu. It's very, like, Menlo Park. Especially yeah. in this beige color. It's, like, rich white people neighborhood looking. Yeah, no, seriously. It was like, okay, honestly, the, so I guess the SV now, the SV trim is the highest trim. They had that mm-hmm. at the auto show. It looked really nice because that one, it was it was a white car and mm. it had like a bronze roof with like bronze accents on the wheels. So it looked really, it looked really mm, nice. That does look really nice. They didn't have a price out, but they were guessing like 200 grand. And I'm like, dude, honestly, especially with what Jeep's been doing recently yeah it's hard to justify this purchase like before it's like where else would you get a luxury suv but those new jeeps like <laughs> no the wagoneer you, the wagoneer the the grand cherokee you want leather mm-hmm. on the dash 
the the Grand Cherokee's got leather on the dash. You got leather on the steering wheel. Grand Cherokee's got leather on the steering wheel. You want to go off road? Grand Cherokee go off road. It's it's hard to, it's harder to justify this unless you really want like ceramic shifter and ceramic dials. Ooh. That's you're getting up into the territory of like I have more money than to, to know what to do with. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, no one has ever asked for ceramic dials. Yeah. <laughs> I think these luxury brands are starting to be like, what are we gonna do? All the all the more consumer level brands are sort of moving up market. What else yeah, can like we the, put in our the cars? The bang per buck in the market now is like kind of crazy, right? Because you look at what Hyundai is doing. I mean, yeah. yeah. You look at what Mazda is doing. Mazda is moving up market. Mm-hmm. Um, their interiors are nice. Look what Jeep's doing. Like it's harder and harder to justify these European cars that <laughs> cost so much. And you're like, what? What else? What more does it have? Uh, I got more leather. Mm, <laughs> not really. Not anymore. I got more wood. Mm, not really. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. I got ceramic. <laughs> so yeah i don't sure know the craftsmanship uh, is better than those brands but like but like at that point okay like i guess yeah, yeah at that at that at that money amount yeah you're probably gonna be the type to notice that but yeah. uh, for us like really but anyway that was the one car show i went to the other car show i went to was before that it was radwood Oh, yeah. I didn't Rad see anything Wood. about that until you went to it. Yeah, so, I mean, apparently Radwood's been around for a couple of years. It's it's a celebration of 80s and 90s cars. And, you know, they encourage you to dress up. So I did. I look was mm-hmm. looking very good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but the reason why I found out about it was because um, I was watching a video on the Integra. And they were like, hey, if you want to see this in person, they're going to have it at... Radwood, Radwood this weekend in SoCal. I was like, oh snap, because uh, Acura was the one um, partnering with uh, Radwood this year, and they were hosting it on the Honda campus. Where's that? Uh, it's in Torrance. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I knew that. So, yeah, so they brought it out for Radwood. Um, but let's talk about the new Integra first, shall we? Mm-mm-mm. Let's do it. Juicy, juicy, juicy story. Uh, well, what do you think, Andrew? I, I've already stated my opinions on the on the internet. Is this not a rebodied Civic Si? It is a rebodied Civic Si. Literally, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. So I guess that kind of, I guess that makes sense, right? Because the old Integras were pretty much rebodied Civics. Yeah. Okay, but like, I'll get into that um, because I did I, I did have a conversation with the the, the boss man of Acura about mm. the car while at Radwood. Uh, but, like, yeah. what do you think about the design in general? Uh, I think this one's going to take some time to grow on me. Because initially when they leaked that photo of uh, the rear, like, the taillights, I was like, oh, this would look, you know, assuming it's a two-door, it looks pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, but then, like, when the whole four-door thing came out, it, like, hit me that it looks like a Hyundai Genesis coupe. Oh yeah, yeah, the the three taillights. I see that. Yeah, especially. And then, I don't know the profile. I think tapers off too much. It like there's no like element to the car that like tells me it's an Integra besides sticking the name Integra on there. Yeah, I mean I get it. Like so, here's the deal. Um, this is actually based on Civic Hatch. Yep, yeah, looks just yeah. like it. 
Yeah, so I did see it in person. I think it looks a lot better in person because it's yeah. smaller proportion-wise. Definitely, like, doesn't look like what we expected Integra to look like, look like especially yeah. with the coupe, right? There was there was a four-door fastback, or five-door technically, five-door fastback back in the, the day. Uh, yeah, the, the DC2. They had it there at Radwood, and it did, like, you could see a lot of the elements from that car in this one, especially. And, you know, design is subjective, obviously, so it, it, it's, some people don't, just don't like the way it's designed. I get it. Mm-hmm. But you could tell that some people have, like, rose-tinted glasses on remembering what the Integra was. Because obviously we saw all the reactions online, and my favorite comment was, The Integra shouldn't have been an up-badged Civic, it should have been uh, a down-badged NSX. And I'm like, What? That's never what an Integra was. Yeah. (laughs) The Integra, in its history, has always been an up-badge Civic. Yeah. Always. Always been an up-badge Civic. That's why it was the affordable entry into Acura. And so I, I, I had the chance at the show to talk with John Akita, the, the vice president and brand officer of Acura. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, so obviously, what do you, what do you think about, <laughs> like, what do you think about the, the response online? He's like, you know, I get it. And I asked him, like, is there a coupe coming out? <laughs> yeah, that was my question. He, what he said was like, okay, the thing is, if you look back at every generation of Integra, it's always been based on what was available to the Civic at that time, right? Mm-hmm. It was always based on the Civic platform. And unfortunately... Uh, no, they this, killed the coupe. Yeah, this generation, Honda killed the coupe. And you could tell, he, he was like, he very much wanted a coupe, but... Yeah. He was like, the more you stray away from the, the platform, the more you try to do things different, the more expensive it is. Well, yeah. And, you know, the Integra, we wanted it to be what the Integra was. We wanted it to be affordable. So, unfortunately, like, this is probably no coupe. No yeah, because they didn't make a coupe for this generation of Civic. I mean, you could tell he was, like, he he knows what the brand is. What Acura was all about. He's been there for 30 years. He's a car guy himself. He was telling a story about, like, how he got uh, into Acura. He was supposed to work at GM. Uh, he went on an internship in Japan, and I guess the boss of Honda was like, if you're not wanting to work with us, you don't know what we're about. And he was like, well, then show me what you're about. And they bought him tickets to an F1 race. Uh, mm-hmm. This was when Honda was like big in F1. They were doing the V10s. They had Aaron Senna. And went to that, and he's like, <laughs> all right, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm working at Acura. Yeah. And for, you know, for the longest time, Acura was making just, like, these boring cars, like, after the, after they, they strayed away from what they were doing in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, mm-hmm. they were trying to, they were trying to, like, oh, we gotta separate from, we gotta separate from Honda, we gotta make ourselves more luxury, Brad, we got luxury everything, luxury, 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 luxury. Yeah. And while he was there, he would always complain about that, because he's like, that's not, like, that's not what the brand was when I joined. Like, the brand was fun. It was about, yeah. like, having fun. Like, if you want to do the, the luxury stuff, have the Germans do that. They're good at yeah. it. Like, the, yeah. the black, silver cars, they're good at that. Like, why are we trying to do that? And he was like, the funny thing about the company is that if you complain about it a lot, they'll be like, you do it then. <laughs> yeah. So- 
so now you could tell like he's in charge and it's it's more exciting but yeah it was it was fun getting to talk to him about it because i mean especially i told him that comment about the oh integra should be downgraded nsx not upgraded civic says who and he, he was like and he was like you know you could tell that guy like you could tell that guy like i, I can make it for him right i could do that but he wouldn't be able to afford it because <laughs> like because 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 of like you have to make new platform new everything and that yeah. costs a lot of money uh, whereas this it's based on an existing platform it's gonna be thirty thousand dollars starting thirty thousand yeah. dollars starting it's gonna have a stick shift oh really yeah it's pretty good yeah i think my my complaint isn't like it's not a bad looking car uh i think it the, the only thing that bothers me is just that it's called an integra yeah yeah and I, I could see that right like because we've already have a lot of emotions tied up in the original integra name yeah <laughs> yeah but like i guess like once you explain that like obviously like uh an integra has always been an up badge civic yeah um that that makes a lot more sense to me and like if you think about it like no one had any complaints about the frs or gt86 being called a gt86 being like the grandchild of the 86 corolla because like that's what it came from like it it makes sense like that lineage of like that all makes sense so like if you really think about it this is the same thing yeah it's the same it's the same lineage and i think the main thing that like really gets to people is that because we remember the coupe more than we do the the five door or the sedan version of the integra yeah that's true every time i see like a four-door dc2 i'm like hmm like, oh yeah. <laughs> those exist and it looks kind of good. Yeah. Uh, I think for a lot of people, especially the people in the age that are, um, I guess this car is marketed for, I mm. think they remember the RSX, which is yeah. the American Integra. And like, that's yeah. why this bothers them so much. Yeah, they remember the RSX and they remember, I think, the, the Round Eye Integra, which mostly yeah. we see coupes of. Like, we very rarely see the, the, the sedan version of that. RSX yeah. didn't even have a... R6 didn't even have a sedan. But that's because, you know, again, all those generations of Civics had coupe versions. Yeah. Right? Which which sucks that this one doesn't. I, I like I saw people redesign this Integra online. Two door. They yeah, all they did was make it a two door and yeah. and put it a wing on it. And everyone's like, Yeah, that's that's much better. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> So so what they want is just a coupe. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed when it first came yeah. out. I was like, yeah. yeah. But my but it friend... Makes sense. And, and it's going to sell. People are going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because my friend, like, I, who I took to the to Radwood, uh, he, you know, had no real deep connection to the Integra name. I mean, he knew what an Integra was. He saw it, and I was like, I was like, what do you think? I'm like, dude, I wish I had more money. Uh, <laughs> I would buy this. <laughs> I would buy this. <laughs> One more story I would like to talk about is this new Porsche great another porsche but the reason i want to talk about this is um, whoa <laughs> so porsche has created a, a new 1, silhouette 000- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly a 1073 horsepower uh it's called the porsche mission r that looks so good yeah it looks real good but this is going to be, I think people are mentioning how this would be kind of like a preview to what's to come um, in terms of mm. Porsche's future. The whole lineup. They might, yeah, they, so they're going to, from what I heard, I don't know how true this is, but they're going to, you know, they're going to keep the 911 as long as they can as the internal combustion engine aspect of mm-hmm. Porsche. 
but they might replace the 718 or you know the Cayman, the Boxster to be mm-hmm. electric. And so this is full electric. Of, yeah, this is a full electric. Uh, again, 1073 horsepower race car. It's gonna have a zero to sixty two, zero to sixty and or zero to one hundred kph of uh, two point five seconds. Top speed of 186 miles an hour. And we can recharge from 5 to 80% in 15 minutes. And they're saying it's scheduled for production 2025 or 2026. I wish Porsche did this more. Like, you could tell it's a Porsche, but it doesn't look exactly the same as every other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, man, that looks so oh, yeah, good. Yeah, this, uh, this is the beginning. Well, wait. Wasn't there... Hold on. Oh. So, I, I got this. Dodge has announced that Hellcat production is ending in 2023, I think. 2020? That's it? That's in two years? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or, yeah, it's it, they're stopping Hellcat production very soon. Yeah. And think of the headline. It says that they're going to move into e-muscle cars. So the end is near for the internal combustion The end is, has officially begun. When Dodge is saying that... Yeah, because we know Dodge during all this time, <laughs> while people have been making EVs, has been shoving seven hundred seven horsepower engines into everything they have. Yep, is saying we're giving up and making e cars. We know that this is the end. E muscle car. That sounds wrong, but it's the beginning of the end of an era. Officially, yeah. I think. I think it so. Is. And if you think about it, I think we should have seen this coming. That the Hellcat was like their last hurrah. Yeah, it, it was so. True. It's so crazy that they even did any of that stuff. That we should have known. Like they're not going to top that. What are they going to go back to like four hundred horsepower? No way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. This is the the swan song. This is the yeah. end. Goodbye. Yeah. Internal combustion engine. Here's here's a huge V eight with a huge supercharger, and then <laughs> like, we're done after that. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and like we should have signed it coming. Oh man, dude! <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. Yep. Hey, once I think once every car manufacturer goes EV, I think people are going to adapt to it pretty well. There's going yeah. to be like the purists, obviously, that like really like the combustion engine and all that. But like, I think there's going to be a variety. It's not just going to be if someone's going to do something interesting. It's not going to be like every car is one pedal drive and like. Yeah, people are gonna make it cool. Like if Dodge is doing e muscle, that means they're trying to cater to the enthusiast community already. So, yeah, I think it'll be cool. So yeah, car people out there, if you're if you're listening and you hear that that certain certain company is coming out with EV sports car, buy it. Tell them you want it. Yep. Don't just buy the don't just buy the the, the four door commuter cars because that's all we'll get if you don't buy any of the sports <laughs> cars. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, slightly depressing note. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be our show for this week. Uh, thank you all for listening as always. Check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com or listen to us on all your podcatchers, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that jazz. Uh, also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, make the numbers go up. Thank you for all the new subscribers if you're here watching or listening. Uh, we passed 600. We're at 623. Woo! Yeah, let's hit 1,000, please, so we can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> So we can finally have some ads. Social medias, follow them. Uh, Instagram at the Curbside Podcast, Twitter at Curbside Pod, Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Curbside Podcast, TikTok at Curbside the Curbside Podcast. 
Uh, thank you for uh, to Kid Dope for our uh, intro and outro. I just remembered um, la- last last week's episode that we released. We did a uh, it was way back in March of this year, but we did a bet. Uh, I don't know if you listened to it, but we did a oh, bet. Yeah. What was the bet? There was a S two thousand CR. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Online for sale and bring the trailer, and we all guessed how much it would sell for. I think you, it was, you, how much did you guess? I think you were. I would guess fifty to I sixty. I guess high. You yeah. I guess fifty to sixty. Product guess guessed sixty to seventy. You guessed seventy to eighty. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the end was around like seventy six thousand. I checked. So Parth Parth gets no, or not seventy six fifty uh, whatever Parth gets Parth won. So we oh. owe him two dollars each. But don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not here. You have twenty four hours to claim the reward of this recording. So Parth, you better listen to this episode. Or you're not getting your four dollars. Well, it's not coming out till. Tuesday, so he automatically loses. That's <laughs> but good job, though. Yeah, nice, nice guest, Parth. No, uh, <laughs> hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving uh, for all of you guys in the states. And uh, yeah, as always, my name's Jeff. I'm Andrew. Remember, drive safe, and life is too short to drive boring cars.